Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here, along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Kelly Elizabeth Sarlo. Uh-oh. This is a podcast that's going to make everybody happy. Oh, good. It's a gentle one. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for it. Yes. Okay. So I need the names of two women, please. Okay. So I have a new show obsession and it's very culturally diverse, which excites me because I get to choose names from my new favorite show. Okay. So I'm going to choose Raina and Amin. Okay. So Raina will be the client. So she's obviously alive. Now she does her session by telephone and she asks me if um, I could get anything at all for her. So she just wants to go into an open session with her spirit guides. And she tell, or the, pardon me, then the spirit world just opens right up so beautifully. And I just feel all of this love, all of this warmth, just beautiful energy. And I hear this beautiful soul say to me, I'm her sister. Mm. And I said, oh, okay, so... Where are you? What form are you in? Did you die? What was your cause of death? Like, you know, the stuff that we ask the spirit world. And she says to me, I was an abortion. Hmm. And she says, I was an abortion for our mother. So these are sisters, same mom. And I said, okay, will she know that? Or do I need 
other forms of validations in order for her to be able to believe this? Or will she dismiss it? What's going to happen? And she says, no, she absolutely knows. My mother has been very upfront about everything in her life. And she thought this was an important thing to share with her. And she says, so she's completely aware that I exist. But there was no sense around, I don't think there was a sense around whether it was male or female, perhaps. Um, She says, but I want to come through and I want her to know that I'm here and that I've been around for her whole life. Mm -hmm. She says, so I'm popping in today to say hi to my sister. And so I told Raina that. I said, okay. I said, your sister is here. And she goes, what? (laughs) Like, so happy. And I said, and she says that she was an abortion. And she goes, yeah. And I said, oh, so that means then that you don't have another living sister. There's no confusion, like that kind of thing. And she goes, no, I know who you're talking about. And I said, oh, I said, well, she does say that your mom was upfront about this. And she goes, yes, my mom was upfront. I do know. So she's able to validate all of that right off the bat. So then when I go to turn around to face Amin, she walks towards me, Kelly, and she has a sunflower in her hand. And I just see this, I know what a sunflower is. I think most people can identify a sunflower. And she holds it and she pushes it out towards me. And I said, what are you doing with that, Amin? And she goes, it's for my sister. She goes, it's for Raina. It's from me. And I said, okay. She goes, I want you to tell her that. And I said, why? And she goes, because I'm trying to validate that I'm in her life and that I'm present. And I said, does this mean then that she has sunflowers or something? And she goes, well, I don't have to tell you everything. Like, (laughs) we just met, lady. (laughs) Let's not get personal. (laughs) So she says, just say it that way. But you know what that's like. You know how you can give a message like that and the client might want more context and meaning and answers And they're not necessarily willing to give it to you. They just give you that and then the message ends. And it kind of goes flat and you don't know what to do with it, eh? So I told Raina that and I said, you know, your sister's coming forward and she's um, got a sunflower. She puts out her hand to extend it. It's not to me, it's to you. And she simply says that it is to validate that she's part of your life and Raina's reply is, that's so beautiful. She doesn't go into, well, what does it mean? She fully accepts it. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can feel, I was going to say you could see it, but you can feel her joy. You can hear it in her tone of voice that she's just soaking it all in. I think this is really cool. Can we pause for a second? Because some listeners will hear this and they'll think, well, what was the sunflower then? Did someone else in her life give it to her, but her sister is coming through to say, really, it was from me, or I know you received it. And that could be a message. That that does happen for us sometimes. Mm-hmm. And in Raina's case, she's being told that she's being offered something symbolically, not literally. The sunflower didn't come into her life yesterday or today. It's just being offered to her from the spirit world. And I think 
how you're listening to this says a lot about who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and not in a good or a bad way, not in a judgment way, but just Mm -hmm. says a lot about what you value and also what you're willing to do to extend your own thought process, your own perception, your own curiosity. Mm -hmm. Because for someone who just accepts an offering because it's done from a place of love, there doesn't need to be an attachment to it of mm-hmm. any kind of deeper meaning or proof. It can simply be what it is right now, and that's the emotion that's being shared between the two sisters. Mm-hmm. But for others where, you know, maybe you've been hurt and you proof is necessary to know that love is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm saying it's not good or bad. Some people need to know that there, that this is evidence more than an offering. And I just want listeners to know that there are people listening in different ways, expecting in different ways. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thanks. Thank you for making this story richer. Mm, thanks. Then Amin approaches me, and this time there's um, a book in her hand. And she pushes the book out towards me. And I said, well, turn it around so that I can see the cover of the book and the title of the book, which is one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) Just because I love books so much, just to begin with, right? And it is um, a book on universal laws. So I said, I mean, is there meaning to this one? Like what's, what's going on with giving her the book? And she says, well, she says, I want her to know that I'm on the other side and I never came through. Obviously, she's an abortion. She goes, and as an abortion, we know we're not coming through. She says, we understand that. And she says, but I want her to know that I'm happy that I didn't come through. I want her to know that my soul is full and content on the other side. And that in some of my past lives, I had gone to earth and worked on the universal laws. And I was implementing them all in my lifetimes. And I was trying to come to some conclusions and closure. And she says, and I'm thrilled to say that I am here as a support to my sister because she's learning the universal loss. And I'm just saying we're reading the same book. (laughs) And I said, really? So I thought, wow, this is going to be a freaking awesome validation. So I said, Raina, I said, your sister is holding out a book. And she goes, "Mm mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, and she's telling me that you're both reading the same type of book. And these are the reasons why. So I re- repeated that. And I said, sh- the book is on the universal laws. And Kelly, I can't even. I can't even. Because nobody could listen to the show. I could, I could squeal so high. Mm-hmm. Her happiness to know that her sister and her both are working on the universal laws, was beautiful. Knowing that her sister sees her life, because she is reading the universal laws, because Raina is trying to figure these out in life, she's trying to see how they apply to every day, how they interact with each other, how it changes the way that you see perspective in life, and problems, everything. Now to know that her sister has done the very same kind of life as her, but has now finished that journey and is staying on the other side, was just beautiful for her to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Then um, we did some other things in the session, and the session ended. And I thanked her, and we hung up. So then a few days went by, and I was sitting at my desk one day, and I'm going through all of my emails, and here comes an email from Raina. And I click on it, and at the top of the email says, you know, I had a session with you a couple of days ago. My sister came through. This is what she said about the sunflower. And she says, scroll down. And there's a picture of a sunflower in her apartment, in wherever she lives, like in her home. And she goes on to say that this sunflower that was part of her session ended up being gifted to her. So I picked up the phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I called her and I said, Raina, I said, do you have a few minutes to explain this to me? And she goes, I absolutely do. So she explained that for the next couple of nights... She dreamt about the sunflower a couple of times. And then on, I can't remember, Kelly, exactly what day it is. Let's say the third or the fourth day or something like that. She went to her friend's mom's house and was hanging out there. I can't remember exactly what they were doing, but she said as she went to leave, her friend's mother turned around and gifted her the sunflower. And she said, Karen, there was my validation. You, you and my sister kept saying that she was witnessing my life, that she was trying to say that she's in fact part of it and knows exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And she said, so I thought, I'm going to take a picture of the sunflower and send it to you. So during this conversation, I said, you know, this is an absolutely beautiful story. And I said, and in it are so many ways that your personality is going to be presented to the listener to see how open you are to love, how open you are to the spirit world. I'd love to share it. And I said, could I have permission to do that? And she said, absolutely. I want to point out the friend's mom. Oh. Because yes. it's individuals like that who follow a beautiful impulse yeah. to give, to share, um, yeah, to give and to share. I think I'll, I'll stick with those things where they may not know why they're cutting flowers out of their garden to give to their daughter's best friend. Mm -hmm. They may not know why they have an impulse to get rid of the flowers on their kitchen table to someone uh, or whatever the item might actually be. But it's, it's mm -hmm. the listening to that intuition, that impulse that says these are meant for another that I just think is perfection mm -hmm. because in that moment, as they follow through on this intuitive impulse, we have an opportunity to receive. Mm -hmm. We have an opportunity to be loved. And we have an opportunity, well, you've described it, Kelly, I'm rewording it, of course, connect. Mm -hmm. We make connections with each other because of the emotions of love. Mm -hmm. We make the connection with the spirit world and we even get to see how other people are all part of that. It's a beautiful, healthy triangle, if anybody likes geometry. Mm -hmm. um, Kelly then Rena tells me that while I've been talking about this at the end, this end part with the confirmations, that the light in her home has been flickering on and off as we've been talking. And Rena chooses to see that as another validation that her sister is using any form of energy 
that she can to say, I'm present. And I know, we both know that spirits use electricity frequently Mm -hmm. to give validations. And Raina's just tickled pink to be able to add one more to the fire. And Mm -hmm. it's just so easy for her to continue in that vein. That's cool. It's, uh, it's inviting what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So however Amin can get to her, Raina is willing to be on the lookout and accept. Mm-hmm. So then Raina just said to me, Cal, how incredibly supported and loved she felt by her sister. And that at every little turn, she was trying to see um, her sister support her. She was not willing to dismiss things, that she wanted to accept those gifts. Then I said to her, hey, I've got a book behind me. Do you think that I could turn around and see what the meaning of sunflower is? And she said, yes. So I wrote it down and I'm going to read it. Sunflower meaning unwavering faith, unconditional love. It's perfect to send to your loved one if you want to express how much you adore him or her. It's very sweet. (laughs) Isn't it cute? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's just love. Mm-hmm. just makes me so happy to share this story. You know, Kel, I, I think it can do such beautiful things for our heart and for our healing um, to know that there are souls on the other side, whether they're abortions, miscarriages, stillbirths, SIDS deaths, all different types of ways that these young souls choose to stay on the other side or by our choice stay on the other side. And that after the fact, they still love us and that they still witness our lives and support us. Mm -hmm. It's neat. You said young souls, and I would disagree with that part. And I know you do too, but I just want to draw attention to it. That's fine, because I would agree with you that they're probably, well, that they are old souls if they're choosing that course of action to help us with our own growth on this planet Mm -hmm. and at this point in our journey, right? Um. I, I think I chose young just meaning that their span wasn't lived long on earth. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I'm, that was disappointingly short, but delightfully <laughs> sweet. I, I, it's just important for people to know mm-hmm. how they want to receive and what is enough for them. Mm-hmm. And when things don't feel like they're ever enough, where has the wound occurred? Mm. right like you give a child a toy they want to play with the box and and they receive and everything is big and great and wonderful and then at some point we keep receiving and it's it just doesn't fill us anymore well you're making a point right there aren't you that we can be trained at such a young age just to keep opening the gifts at christmas and put the toys down and I think that's exactly what you're saying, that we get so many things that we become dismissive of the fact that we get to receive things in life, mm-hmm. the joy of it and the importance of it and the meaning of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I know I'm repeating what you're saying. Um, I think it's important what you've said in this story today, what you've extrapolated from it. And the fact that this woman chooses not to be that spoiled child. Mm-hmm. She chooses to live her life differently and value, even though she might have got a lot of toys too, she's not necessarily being willing to be dismissive. Right. 
And that this conversation turned into materialistic mm -hmm. receiving. And that's a great way, as you mentioned, to be conditioned into, into nothing being enough. But at some point, too, we look at the wounds of the relationships that we have maintained uh, or come across in our life and figure out why we can't trust the thing that's being offered to us, mm. why we need more reassurance. Right. And it's important to look at the security of those, those bonds or the insecurity of those bonds. And here she is with this brand new relationship potential with this sister of hers mm -hmm. that's coming to her awareness, pardon me. The relationship has been there for a long time for Amin. And she's, she's just saying, yeah, I want to let this fill me. Mm -hmm. I, I hope people took a lot away from this short show. Mm -hmm. Me too. Thank you. You did a beautiful job of taking out the lessons for everybody and the opportunities. Thanks. I enjoy my job. I know you do. <laughs> well, we'll wish everyone a happy Saturday then. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlows. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.